We're going from A to Wyoming, talking about the homies making stuff in the USA. We're shooting the shit together, too legit forever. This is the stars of the states. Oh no. Hey, what, hey, welcome in. Hey, welcome hey, in. Hey, welcome in. Welcome on in hey. your ear holes to our voices. And yeah, we're in here. And we're in. And we're in. <laughs> now, ah, we're going to get in. comfy squirt, squirt, in the earwax here. Ooh. Yum, yum, yum. I'm a worm and I eat earwax. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I took it too far. <laughs> we are not worms. Still. <laughs> not oh, yet today. We are not worms. Hey, give me like a hundred years. I will. I guarantee you, yeah. I will be worms. Give me a hundred years tops, and <laughs> yeah. I will be worming and ghosting, worming and haunting people like Mitch McConnell and every uh-huh. Republican who's still, still alive. alive. Yeah, unfortunately, oh, I read that's a meme too to oh, jump right God. in. I know that it's hard to live. However, <laughs> please stay alive so that Mitch McConnell does not outlive you. Mm. Don't do that. Mm. Please love, mm. stay. Mm. Okay, now you've got your reason for the day. I love that. Yeah. Is that like what we, yeah, okay, so someone's like, I want to die. And it's like, hey, you can't yet. Mitch McConnell's still alive. <laughs> right. Hang in there, champ. Exactly. Okay. Go get him. Hey, tiger. Buck, <laughs> buck up. Yeah. yeah. And talk about it. Here, have buck a hug. Up, buddy. Let me wipe your tears. And buck up, buddy. Yeah. Pat on the back. Go get him. <laughs> fuck Mitch McConnell. Yeah, fuck Mitch McConnell. Eat a McDonald. All right. <laughs> Fry, <laughs> eat a McDonald fry. Uh, hey, that is so. We that's like a. I had a cigarette the other day. Whoa! I know, not to fucking, not to fucking Whoa. brag, you guys. <laughs> breaking news. We need a breaking news sound. I, hold on, guys. I'm rub. I just grabbed a tissue. <laughs> I hope that wasn't like the worst thing. Right here. I apologize for your ear holes. As as a worm, I can't control my volume. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was like living on the edge for a minute because I just needed. I just needed to. You know, I just needed. It was a. It was life was happening too much, and it was like let's die a little. There you go. You, you know? picked up a cigarette and not a drink. No, oh, no, I wasn't. Good for you. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. I, but, yeah, I wasn't feeling like I was going to drink. Yeah. I was feeling like, hey, I'm outside and all my friends are smoking yeah. and I'm peer pressure. That's why I vape. Yeah. I didn't always smoke cigarettes much and I don't feel like I had a big problem. I was never somebody who woke up and needed a cigarette or always needed one after I ate. I was a right. big social smoker. But like vaping, you can take it anywhere and it's easy and it's all yeah. I have left. Huh. Of vices, like I don't drink and I don't smoke, so I hide in the elevator at work, and I'm like, yo, yo. I don't even have a big funky vape. I just have those cool little disposable. This is an elf bar. Elf Shout bar. out to elf bar. It's like you matched your vape to your outfit. I need the people listening at home to aesthetic. know. This is an it's an aesthetic. It perfectly matches the outfit. It's like a big peacock kind of pattern on a very flowy hippie deep purple dress. Purple I'm rocking on my bug bites. You like that? Wow, you have a lot of. Bug I have bites. a lot every summer. I think that every summer. Yes. I think I remember this from growing up. You oh, were the person yes. I knew that always got the most bug bites. All the bug bites, and I douse myself in bug spray, but it doesn't matter. They just, you're just, you're just, you're gonna make great worm food. You're right. I'll be eating alive, outside in and inside out. Oh man, there's a lot of decaying on this show. <laughs> Hey, welcome to Decays of the State. Welcome to the Stars of Decay. And 
<laughs> you know, stars are just dying planets. Okay, okay. Or something, right? Aren't stars dying? Dying suns, yeah. Well, yeah, burning yeah. balls of gas, slowly doing <laughs> whatever they're doing up there. Yeah. I don't know. I've been learning a little too much about space, so let's not Ooh. get into it on this store. On this store. Okay. On this store. Hey, this let's store. not get into Welcome. it at this here Marshalls that we're in right now. Hey, this TJ Maxx is not the place. Who, who put this TJ Maxx in this ear hole? Because these socks don't go here. <laughs> who did this? Who? Why are socks next to pot holders? How come all these candles are next to these gift baskets? Oh, oh my God. God, choose one. We don't need the plaques anymore. Too we're not many. living, we're not laughing, and we're not loving. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's house, they have uh, Live, Laugh, Come. Oh, God. And you can find uh, stickers that say Live, Laugh, Poop. <laughs> so that's fun. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. My nibbling, the non-binary term for niece and nephew, really <laughs> said to me, listen, yes, I took Aspen. I saw them a couple weeks ago because Great we name. went to see, right? I sometimes call them maple just, <laughs> or pine. They're like, they're like, stop. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, These are all non-binary names. I'm doing it. Exactly. I'm I seeing don't, you. Right. I don't call them by their dead name. Yeah. I call them maple, yes. pine, birch. And they're like, I hate birch. <laughs> the elm in me recognizes the elm in you. <laughs> yes. Um, but we went together to their sister's little dance recital. That was so fun. Aww. Maybe if we have time, I'll talk about my auntie weekend. But, um... Then we, I lost what we're talking about. Uh, oh yeah, they said to me, um, "We're driving. We're talking about life. Whatever. Something was going on. The traffic. The heat." And they said, "How can I live, laugh, love in these conditions?" <laughs> <laughs> like what? Oh, kids are great. Yeah, they pulled that out of nowhere. I was like, "You're so funny." Oh, that's amazing. How do I live, laugh, love in these conditions? And wow. like, if that's not it for 2022 i don't know what it is <laughs> we're just over halfway through and it is rough out here hey that's a question we're gonna answer on this here podcast how come we can't just live laugh love and fucking peace huh <laughs> yeah. huh how come 2022 why you be like that hey how hey i thought this was supposed to be better than last year and just get it worse okay mm. we're trying to focus on we were talking about this earlier trying to focus on the positives um that's good you know and yeah, yeah just, they're out there they it's not that. It's not all grim and vinegar. What is it? Vin and vin, vinegar. Vin, hey, it's not. Hey, it's not all worms and birds out there, right. you guys. We're not. Vip and vinegar. There's also that classic children's song, fish and chips and vinegar. Vinegar. Oh, my voice has changed so much. I could not find the We are a very fish and chips and vinegar. 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 Don't check your mug in my dustbin. My dustbin. Don't check your mug in my dustbin. My dustbin's full. Oh, they just those two? I think. Is it a two part round? I thought there was another one. Don't check your mug in my fish and chips. Is the other one one bottle of pop? Oh, it is. Yep. It is. One bottle of pop, two bottle of pop, three bottle of pop. This is why we need a third person. Yeah. Oreo. Hey, Mel. Would you come out, get out of the bed and. Uh, come hey, Oreo, we're live in the studio. We need you to come check your muck in my dustbin. Yeah. Hey, checking in. That's, hey. We sing Silly Playville. Okay, if you're wondering what the hell that reference was. Silly Playville. Last week was Raffi and Baby Beluga, and this week it's We Sing Silly. We Sing. And then was, what was it? Rock Candy Mountain? Yep, Big Rock Candy Mountain. Dude, like so creepy, but like so good. Right. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because so they weren't creepy. using puppets. It was people in costumes and then kids. And it was all innocent plot lines and just a lot of silly songs. Yeah. A lot of colors. It'll turn you into a goon. Ooh. That shit scared. Why did that scare me so bad? I, I, I was like, I don't want to be a goon. Because I think he gets turned into a goon and it's yeah. scary. Okay, and, it is, right? Yeah. And we've been faced with consequences our whole life. You don't knock it off. Yeah. And you don't get to sleep at your cousin's house. And then I'd be like, no. Right, right. That's my best friend. Come on. We swear we won't talk all night in our Pocahontas tent. <laughs> right. <laughs> Keep our parents up. <laughs> I feel like we were good at being quiet until they fell asleep. Like, I feel like we we did a good job at that. Yeah, usually. Right. I feel like most often we did not have anyone come in and be like, you guys should be into Once, I remember your dad once. He just came in so fast, too. Like, he was... Now I understand. We woke him up. Yeah. He was anxious and or frantic. Had to be up for work. Was a tired parent yeah. or whatever it was. But I just remember the sense of urgency and like how he talked fast and was upset and was like trying to shush us back to bed. And was like, I gotta go to sleep. And I remember being like, what was that? What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> it was just parents being I tired don't remember parents. that. It was like one time, you know, that yeah. one time your dad was around. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you and your sister can uh, make good dad jokes on Twitter, but I, I tried lightly. <laughs> you know, that guy. Oh, man, I know. Oh, you know, mm. I still talk to him sometimes. That's you cool. know, Just a little text here and there. He texted me, uh, happy middle finger to the British day on the 4th of July. Oh, and, uh, clever. And inspired by my wife, I responded, and with your spirit. Namaste. So, okay. Yeah, and also with you, and with yeah. your spirit. And she said, so and also be. with you, and I said, the lyrics have changed. It's a, and with your spirit now. Yes. In case you haven't been to Catholic Church and you wanted to know what they've changed. And with your spirit. You know what they haven't changed? <laughs> is their views on women and how to oppress them. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> Nothing's actually changed but the lyrics. Yeah. A while ago, I went with my brother to visit at my mom's. They got her and Wendell got new siding on the house. It looks so great. Wendell's sister and her daughter come over and we're chit chatting. And um, Dottie, Wendell's sister, and my mom are affiliated with some church. And the things they do, they really enjoy. It's like very um, supportive. It's uh, whatever the term. I'm not giving yeah. all that shit a shout out. But right, right. they like but it's it. a community. They have their yes, own little their version little of thing. a community. Right. They yeah. meet together. They do that stuff. But then they're selling t-shirts, and then also mom was asking me if I wanted to buy a monthly calendar. It had these raffles on it. And at the time, I just went, all I could say was, I'm poor, which is my answer for no. But then later, I was like, why didn't, I wish I had a better clapback, which would have been like, when the Catholic Church stops oppressing women and becomes pro-choice, I will support your rhetoric. I love But that. I don't support anything that doesn't support me. No. And scene. Besides like, that I'm not a practicing on. Catholic, like I'm a surviving Catholic. I'm not buying your fucking... Surviving Catholic. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's what I am. Well, I really appreciated your text in the group chat about my mom's little church thing because oh, yeah. I, talking to her in person, was like, oh yeah, send me the date. I'll f- see if I can go. But then it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, am I going to go? Because it sucks because it's like... She, it's always like about someone else. It's like, come to church for grandpa's 
feast day right? thing. Yeah. And then you're like, am I really going to disrespect my dead grandfather by not going to Catholic church? Yeah. And then it's like, kind of, yeah. Because it's not disrespecting him. If people want to read it that way, they're allowed. Right. They can feel disrespected by it. They're allowed to feel how they feel. But it's not disrespectful. Like, the church is, like, fully disrespectful to me, yeah. like, every day. Right. Yeah, exactly. What? Who you are, how you identify, the way you live your life is something that the Catholic Church goes, no, right. you're an abomination. So fuck you and right. your abominations. I'm not going anymore. It's like almost like if you had female leaders, you would oh. have better policies. That's something that they were talking about. Cora and Dottie and my mom were talking about how some women get to do some things, but they don't get to be deacons. And there's this loophole where the churches pay for the women to take these classes so they're ordained or whatever the term is. But since the church pays for it and not them, they're still not qualified to be a whatever. So Cora's explaining it and I just chime in and go, wait, wait, wait a minute. Right. Are you telling me the Catholic Church oppresses women? <laughs> what? That clap back yeah. I had in time. Yeah. But, you know, and they all like laugh, but I'm like, this is the shit I'm talking about though. Right. Like, and I don't like. Care. Why do you think you're gonna change it? That's my other thing. Like, yep. And I'm just one person that's gonna change this entire thing that's been doing shitty things to women for thousands, thousands of, years. of years. It's like, no, you're not. You're, you're not. one person in Springfield, Massachusetts. You're not gonna make a difference. Right. Like, I'm no offense, but like, and and I think you can make a difference, but but focus your energy where it actually needs it. Right from the top. Yep. Because there's um, a church I go to a lot of mornings for an AA meeting in East Long Meadow that's very inclusive. They've got all their signs. All are welcome here. All are welcome here. That's great. And that's great to know that you all are this inclusive. However, right. a part of your foundation and what it's tied to and what's built is a part of like that's done terrible, right. terrible things to women, to children, to the poor, to everyone. So no, like that the church I'm talking about, I would probably go to right. if someone I knew was celebrating something or whatever. I feel a bit more welcomed mm -hmm. there. Um, but to ask me to like to practice that stuff, no, right. I'm not. My higher power, she's the divine goddess known as Hecate, and she Ooh. truly loves. She's gets a little impatient with men. However, she's very <laughs> loving and open, and yeah. she is the light and the dark. She is the pathway. She is. The eternal, Hecate. the maiden mother and crown, blessed be. <laughs> now I've just awesome. blessed your ear holes. Thank this you. little worm is magic. I'm a magic <laughs> worm. And I've left magic dust in your earwax. Oh, I love this for everyone at home. Yeah, I, I can see you sparkling and shining for all that you are. Mm, yes, yes, we see you. Yeah. Our microphone recognizes the speaker in you. <laughs> oh, that's fucking good. Audio in me recognizes the stereo in you. Oh, that's oh. amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. Do you feel heard out there? We hope you do. I hope you feel heard out there. We'll hey. just take a minute to listen to you. Yeah. That's okay. okay. It's gonna be alright. Hey, it's me, your comedy dad. I think <laughs> I waited till you took a sip. That's fucked up. <laughs> hey, don't wait till someone's mouth is full of liquid and then say the words comedy dad together in one sentence. At any time, though, if I'm sipping, you're you're always saying something funny. That should be another. Add that to your list of like nicknames. A comedy dad. I so, such a comedy dad. You you host. Yeah. You make people feel welcomed. You are a pair of New Balances away oh, from Jesus being a Christ. dad. Kill me if that. You ever own happens. a home. All right. I won't yeah. buy you New Balances for your birthday. <laughs> I spend yeah. a lot of time tweeting about mowing the lawn these yes. days. 
It's like 90% of my tweets are just like, got them on the lawn again. <laughs> they were telling me about the bugs in their house. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got these bugs, but we don't really have an ant problem. I took care of it. Showing me the stuff you use. Oh my God. Because that doesn't homeowner dad vibe. I know. It's real. It's happening. Good. I had some people over and they we were talking about what our like very obscure superpowers would be. And they were like, yours is that you're a dad. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well. <laughs> Mowing the lawn, supportive of the ball game. Yeah. Makes a mean hot dog. <laughs> that was got really, got they, while time. they were having this conversation, I was grilling. So that like didn't really help. I couldn't yeah. like make an argument against it. Nope. But I appreciate that. At least I wasn't yeah. an uncle, you know? Right. There you go. Exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, uncle, you can have a great yes. uncle, but you can have a better dad. Yes. I right. think. I mean, Some people get those things. It's nice. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, any dads out there, call in right now. one 800 And let us know what's it like. one 888 fun dads Fun dads. 1-2-3-4. Yeah, yeah, fun dads. Hey, call in right now. one 888 fun dads Hello? Hey, this is Brian. <laughs> This is Dave from Oklahoma. I'm out watering my garden, and I'm gonna take my kids to the local fair today. It's uh, what happened up here is an asparagus festival, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's that kind of shit. We're going to the pea pod snap pea festival. Yeah, There's yeah. all kinds of snap peas, <laughs> green beans, and okay. <laughs> All right, hold on. Before we get into Dave, your on. voice has changed a lot since you first called in. Is something in your throat? <laughs> Surprise, Dave, Dave. Dave, we're here. We're here to support you. If you want to change your name to Maple, boy, <laughs> accept it. Oh, I'm on the clock for my fantasy football. Not to dad out for. Hey, shout out to our there listeners you go out there. Again. Who's out there? Who's out there listening? Is that you, Dave from Morgan? <laughs> You changed states. You were from Ohio before. I said Oklahoma. God damn it, Dave. We haven't gotten to the O's yet. We don't know about those You're right. We don't even know them. We know nothing about them. Hey, this is Stars of the States where we talk about (laughs) a musician from each state. We're going alphabetically through the states here, folks, and we're at the state of Mississippi. Mississippi. Of love. (laughs) I don't know about that. <laughs> There's an incest joke in there because everyone goes oh, that yeah, route, know. you know. Old yeah. down south. Chalk, chalk, chalk. Yeah. Hack, hack. <laughs> Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri. Yeah. Montana. We're like, are we considered halfway through? I think we are. We I already think were. This is, okay, Come, now we got to. I don't know. Oh, Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Minnesota. I don't know. We weren't even four states in. Bye. Ange has given up. I'll see you later, guys. Yeah, he's all done. Okay. (laughs) See you later. Oh, there's, okay, there's 26. So, Alabama, Alaska, Arizona. 26 states? Yeah. There's 50 states. That's right, there's 50. Oh, there's 26 letters in the alphabet. I don't even know. Okay, I guess that's it. Bye-bye now. And we've lost both of your podcasters. Hi, this is Oreo. I've taken over. And, uh, Welcome, yeah. Don't chuck your muck in my dustbin. <laughs> a new nickname for Emerson is Mr. Meowgi. <laughs> I love that. Thought I'd give that to everyone. <laughs> yes, wax on, wax off, my dude. <laughs> meow, meow, Mr. Meowgi. That's so cute. And he's like, I don't know that reference. Please. He's only two years old. I mean, that's like so young. Right? 
Like, he wasn't around for a karate kid. Nope, not even, like, the... Well, he's kind of been around for the... What's the Netflix Co- oh, one? Oh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Hey, Everybody I watched that, that shitty show. Yeah, is it, it was shitty? It was a fucking terrible... Don't fucking watch it. We were 80s kids. Like, so yeah. I feel like it's not for us, like... And it's such a confusing show because it's, like, either you're for grown men or you're for children, but it's trying to be for both. Like, it's trying to be a show that dads can watch with their sons. And <sighs> and it's just failing miserably it's because crazy. there's so much toxic masculinity in it. And Ugh. it's like, and it's like they're trying to counterset the toxic masculinity by having um, what's his name, the actual Karate Kid, right? Because yeah, like they're yep. both in there. Yep. The the guy, the kid, and then the, his em- nemesis are both in the show. Right. But the thing is, like the nemesis with his toxic alcoholism, like kind of comes out on top like too many times, and like kind of like it's glorified. His his mm. approach is quite glorified okay through this lens yeah 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 and so they don't really i don't know i don't like it yeah i don't know i I, when i and i watched it like i watched it i heard good things but i understand it or i see it now as it's all the 80s kids like yeah that are just later in their 30s older than us who remember it like it for whatever or think it's funny but yeah i'm not it's not know, really not funny. I believe it. It's like yeah. it's like Riverdale, but if Riverdale pretended to be like, like it's it's a it's like Riverdale. Okay. Where without it's like, all the progressiveness, any yeah, any bits of like there are funny. Okay, there are some funny like there's redeeming characters where they have like kind of like a sex edu. Have you seen Sex Education, the show, a Netflix show? That one's funny and and worth watching, I think. Okay, I'll check yeah. it out. I've heard of it. I just I've watched Big Mouth. Seasons. I just know Big Mouth. Oh yeah, I gotta know Big so, Mouth. So gotta yeah. know Big Mouth. Hey, if you haven't <laughs> seen Big Mouth out there, go big big it up. Big, sorry, I don't know. What I'm right. <laughs> go the, go mouth it up. Big I'm Mouth not. is two. It's three seasons, and then they've just done Human Resources. That the spin off. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched Human. Re- I think so. Yeah, okay. if you like Big Mouth, you'll like Human Resources. All right. Because they just focus in on all the um, Connie and yes. And um, Maury, 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 and Connie, and the the hormone monsters, and then all the other ones. There's like a logic monster. He's a rock. Then you've got the love bugs. There's more stories of oh, all the love like bugs, that. and when they're angry, they turn to hate worms. Henry <laughs> Winkler plays a grief cashmere sweater, and he what comes because yeah, the side story is like someone has to embrace that they're losing a family member. But it keeps trying not to, so then the sweater gets bigger and oh angrier. My God. And it, it's the same as it's the symbolism of like the more you try to suppress or ignore it and deny something, especially like acceptance and grief. Yeah. It's just gonna Damn. build and fucking yeah. So I love some like it's not actually personification because that's when you describe something with person so it's like it's I don't know. What is it? It's like symbolism. Yeah, oh, metaphor. Man. Uh, animification. Animification. And I'm Yeah, but, oh, um, have you seen Bojack? No. Okay, watch Bojack. I will. Yes. Um, they're just, like, a little bit of a trigger warning and some, it's, it can be, it, de- it deals with alcoholism and, like, parent, it deals with, like, issues in a very real way and it's also fucking hilarious, but it does... It deals with it in like a very real, like more real than other shows. Gotcha. It's super real. Yeah. And then it's just the thin veil of um, animals. Yeah. And it's animated. That's the only layer. Yeah. Which is, that's good. That's smart. 
and it's it's funny. Like you know, they I've play on too. they yeah. play on like he's a horse, and they play on like she's a cat. You know, princess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. Gotcha. Did you watch Stranger Things? I did not see this new season yet. I've heard don't yeah about please. Kate Bush. Yes, I've, that's all. I've heard about Kate Bush. That's all. I'm sorry, who? It's actually, that's it. That's the, <laughs> Kate, Kate Bush Bush? is the mind flayer, and Kate Bush is 11, and Kate Bush is <laughs> Hopper, and Kate Bush saves the day from evil Kate Bush, oh my and God. everyone's got a Kate Bush. <laughs> Running up that road. Okay, I did, last night I DJed, and I dropped this like sick trans remix of running up the hill yeah, and people cool. were feeling it and i was i dug for that shit so i felt really good about that's that that's awesome i was like ah, man i'm gonna find the perfect moment i'm gonna drop this sick and it was it was perfect that's awesome yeah i love i love getting people to man that's like i've been really feeling djing recently talk about it you know yeah i'm talking hey, t- hell yeah there's where a, are you djing called talk about that i've been playing a lot Talk, talk about sex, talk, talk about sex. It's called Talk About. Um, that was my rendition of Talk About. I've uh, been around, been around. I've got some some gigs. It's just, you know, it's fun. It's like, it's like everything I like, which is like having control of the music. And, uh, you know, like yeah. I'm like kind of like I love, uh, we know a lot of songs like yes. as, as people. and you re- We really do. Right? And so I know, I look around the room, I see the ages in the room and I can go, okay, they're going to want to hear this, 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 and this. And like, you know, obviously there's preparation that goes into it and you have to have equipment. But other than that, like practicing my mixes is actually really fun. It's like a puzzle. Oh, good. It's like mathematical in a lot of ways. You have to count beats and stuff. Right. So. You're active the whole time. The only thing that sucks is kind of being like slightly bent over for four hours can yeah. get kind of annoying. Like, yeah, right. With your you head know. down. Yeah, yeah. Headphones are heavy. Yeah, yeah, but if you know, that that's a fun puzzle. I've got two hours. I've got four hours. Okay, here's my, the theme of the night. And then here's my potential age groups. Okay. Yeah. Because then you want to put together enough playlists and stuff so you're prepared. Do you ever leave enough room to throw in? Because you will you get requests and then yeah. if you can do it, if you have it, if it works with the vibe, or even you're like, you know what, I can slide in these two songs in between these two because these are going to flow right into... Yeah, you know, I don't prep like the playlist start to finish okay. because cool. I've done that and I've I pretty much two songs in pivot because you have to read the room. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. like you can only prepare so much. It's kind of like, well, with comedy, you can prep your set list, but if like... So, you know, mm-hmm. you have to be prepared to, like, if you need to do crowd work or something, you know, you get a heck, like, you always have to be ready to pivot. But with DJing, it's even more true. Like, if I play a song and it gets no feels, like, if it's hip-hop and it gets no feels, I'm probably going to avoid hip-hop for at least a half hour. Yeah. You know, because it's like, okay, like, this crowd is not feeling it. Or, like, or when I DJ at the Eagles in Springfield... They pretty exclusively want to hear, like, Beanie Man and, you know, Shaba and, like, you know, they want to hear, like, dance hall and reggae. Gotcha. And then if you drop reggaeton in there, they're like, no, don't yeah. do that. And, like, the like you'll see, like, okay. the crowd kind of will, like, shut down. Wow. And so you even if I prep, like, exclusively a genre, I think the crowd is going to, you also have to be ready, like. Yeah, to take. I mean, it's just I got fun you. as hell. It's fun as That's hell. That's cool. I did have a lady come up to me. I did a big set on Sunday. It was like a five-hour gig, and it was for like all these like older lesbian. It was a tea dance. It was like all these older lesbians, and the lady came up to me and was like, "Can you play some stuff from like?" She was like closer to my age, 
And she's like, can you play some stuff from like the 70s and 80s? We have a lot of older people here. But the thing is, <laughs> I had already played a lot of stuff before she got there because oh. it's a five-hour gig. And I was like, yeah, I can see that we have a very, uh, like, I literally, My it was eyes like, are open. yeah, don't, I see them. <laughs> don't think you have to, like, explain age groups to me. Right, like, tell you me know, how to like, do my job. Yeah, like, I'm doing, and then, because it's like, you don't know what requests I have that I have to make sure I queue, because if people tip, you're playing their requests. Like, gotcha. you give me $5, I don't give a fuck what song you request. Okay, yeah. I'll take your $5 on, like, yeah. you know, so... It's like, you don't know. You don't know what I have planned. Right. And then you have a bunch of different people coming up and saying, hey, play more of that. So, you know, people just, I, that's one thing. I, if you're talking to a DJ, just like be patient with them. They have a plan. If they're good at their job, they're good at their job. And if they suck, they suck. That's the, that's right. That. If they suck, they suck. And your song's not next. Yeah, you go yeah, up and, and hand them a five next. or 20 or flash them. It does not mean your yeah. song is next. Okay, right. this is not the movies. This is not... <laughs> You know, like oh, whatever so you think right. it is, it's not. You're not about to yep. debut your number. Yeah, on this you gotta dance feel floor. the vibe. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. that's cool. Yeah, I had some. Yeah, this lady came up twice about the same song. I was like, "Honey, it's in the queue. It's in the queue." And they people need to learn, in the queue. Yeah. means it's queued up, ready to play in yep. the list on deck. Yep, you gotta get down BPM. Like if you're at one thirty five, I can't just drop in a seventy BPM song. Like I like I look like a psycho. Like I'm playing Cake by the Ocean. I'm not jumping anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jumping right into that was one of the requests I got. That surprised me. It's a bop. It is. It's a couple summers ago, bop, but it's right. a bop. I was like, oh, okay, that's what we're requesting. Yeah, I get hung up though. No one is eating cake by the ocean. That's so sandy. So true. It's yucky. Don't do that. Whoa. Oh, no. Sand in my shirt. Cake by the ocean. Bars. Crabs in my shorts. <laughs> Starfish in my hair. Sand by the ocean. Just naming sea things yeah. and saying that they're. <laughs> and then saying a prepositional <laughs> phrase. <laughs> If you like cake by the ocean, then you're going to love... Muffins by the bay. <laughs> yes, that's where I was going to go. I was going to go, yeah, like muffins, or yeah, pastries by the park. <laughs> pastries by the park. Oh, that's a fucking bop right there. You know it. Pastries by the park. Woo. It's uh, it's Nathan Bill. <laughs> after dark. After, We're ooh. having pastries at the park. <laughs> Meet us after dark. After bring dark. your frosting yeah. Yeah. and bring your cutlery too. Cannoli. Pastries <laughs> by the park. <laughs> pastries <laughs> in the park. <laughs> we know it's dark, but you can see <laughs> us. Munch, 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 munch. All right, the munching is the breakdown. That was fucking genius. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. That was genius. Oh, Mississippi. We don't know okay, anything say, about Okay, speaking you. of breakdowns, hey, <laughs> how are we doing? How are so yeah, you? you've been DJing and yeah, you've been what comedying. Have you been up to? I have been working a bit and what have, I, what have I been doing? Making some bracelets. Sick. Yes. I have yet to create another social media site or an Etsy or what have you. I've been making bracelets overall successfully for a year now. Started... Oh, like yeah. end of the spring, early summer last year. And then in the f- like August, September, Matt and I hit a few festivals because the Dead and Company, the band that's left of the Grateful Dead, they've already played the area. Like last year, they were in September. Everything was delayed with shows. But this year, they just already had 
uh, Hartford, Mansfield, and those recently. And um, Matt got to go with a buddy, but we didn't want to buy tickets. It was just even more this year. And Jeez. it's a lot. Yeah, and I get it. People are trying to make yeah. back their money. For some artists, it doesn't matter what you charge. People are going to pay it. Um, yeah. But that was a good outlet for me is walking around with different containers or um, we sat by our car and set up. So there's the whole shakedown lot, which is a specific street that gets set up. Shakedown Street follows the dead. So everywhere they're going to play that night, there is a makeshift set up like street. And all it is, is all the vendors. It's all the different vendors who sell tie dye, jewelry, everything else, um, food, all that stuff. So that's what you do before the show or during or, you know, whatever you go check out Shakedown Street. And that's where, you know, you can um, buy shirts. So you're not going, you can through the actual band buy their $45 merchandise or you can get like two for 35 tie dye t-shirts with Bob Weir's face on them or like a silhouette of Jerry and his beard and his glasses. Um, And there's always people, they walk in the middle of the crowd and they go, DMT. Deemsters, <laughs> bags for sale, balloons, balloons, and that's nitrous oxide or whatever else it is. Oh DMT. My God. Yeah, someone just whispering in your ears like um, paraphernalia. Yeah, I got that. I'm like, what do you get? Yeah. Do you have stickers? Yeah. Do you have any? Yeah. yeah. So that had been really cool. So that what stickers. my yeah, you got free stickers of turtles and skeletons. <laughs> Those are Grateful Dead things. So my hold up, my obstacle this year has been an outlet. Find trying to find places to sell them. Yeah. So I gotta like, um, I reach out to different local shows and and do some stuff and like come before a show and get um, petty cash and have it all in dollars. Yeah. For you know, before a bar, before a drag show, that kind of thing. And um, the apartment's coming along really well, and we have a good-sized porch. So um, I'm, I'd like to have a day or two off and just be home all day yeah. and just tell people to come by. Come by the porch. Come on the porch. Check out some bracelets because yeah. I've got Venmo, Cash App, and PayPal. And uh, Hell yeah. I sell them like 10 bucks each, 3 for 25 5 for 40 If you want a table, I got an event in August okay, that, that'd be cool. uh, at the front of the Marigold Theater. It would be that really would sick. It would be really cool. Yeah, the old um, Off the Map tattoo is now oh, this like, space. cool um, yeah, it's space. It's and it's space. like um, speakeasy theme. Ooh. It's beautiful in there. Yeah, so that would be, cool. that would be sick. Um, I'd see if we can get a couple, couple you know, okay, ones yeah. out there floating in space, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a table. I got all those things, but let me know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to see if... And then always, I think I'm trying to get Alex to table at the Mad Juicy showcases, which are the last Friday of every month at the Majestic. And so to have you both there, I think, would be even better. Give people a... You know? Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, and then kind of, I'd love to build that out as like an event. Like the last Friday of every month, outside the Majestic, I can go... Get some stuff and then go see a great comedy show. Seven, yes. Seven to nine and then do karaoke. Especially with the setup right outside there. Right. Because the Majestic is only so big, which I, I love that they play that to their, I don't know, like I, to their appeal, to their upper hand. That's what was going to come out of my mouth. That's, that's Does fine. not make sense. I get what they, The allure of yeah. like only so many people. So if you want to go, you got to get in there. Right. And then you got to hope somebody's leaving or whatever because... The cat, 50, ca- 50. Cat. Yeah, 50. Only 50. I know. That's a quarter of divas back in the day. I know. Yeah. That's Divas crazy. used to fit way too many people. We, oh, way we, too many man, people. Last show, Dan and Tony and I drove 
into Northampton. He just went, remember divas? And I went, barely, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. Oh, man, divas. I've got to... So I think that Kayla and I uh, were having some sit-down discussions and... We're gonna think about starting like a like a actual dance venue. That'd be really cool. Um, who's the owner of the Majestic? Right. So it's Shout out to and Kayla. Kayla, love you, Cristiano. Yep. Uh, him too. So it'll be the three of us. I think going in on starting on new divas. That would be so cool. Right. Fuck yeah! It would. So yeah. Let me be a bouncer. Oh, let you be whatever. Okay. I mean, Jesus. Yes. I mean, you want to bartend? Yeah, I mean, oh, you probably can't bartend, but you want to... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, actually, that's probably a terrible idea. But you could be... Yeah, you could be... Remember how they used to have those undercover bouncers on the um, on the uh, patio? Yep. They were just in regular clothes, so you just thought they were just chilling, and then they would kick you out for, like, you know, maybe yep. drinking a nip and then throwing it over the fence right. or gate or whatever. Letting your friends... If one of you was not 21, but some of you were, yeah. and anything like that, yep. Yeah, yep. they would just kick you right out. They did that to Alex once. Oh, man. She was sitting next to me. I, I lean over. I'm clearly fixing my shoes. And I put my drink on the ground so I don't spill it. Alex, not facing me, busy talking to someone, goes to pick it up and leaves it still in front of me. Like in front of my face to say, like, it's still right here, but it's not on the ground. Yeah. So you don't knock it over and that's dirty. Don't do that. Nowhere. Nowhere near her face. And I, yeah, and I, I watched the guy come over to us and he was like, you guys are, you're, you're out. And we were, and Alex, uh, like we were not happy to Yeah, say. what the hell? Yeah. It was just, it was clearly like, I understand the rule right. about, you know, yes. Also you saw, you saw yeah, yeah. her do a courtesy for me. What is she going to sip my drink through her fingers? Right. Like, what is she? Hold it in her hand. And... Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Like osmosis. Like yeah. she's got a really long straw in her skinny arms that like <laughs> yeah. her, you know. Her veins are straws. Yeah, her veins yeah. are straws. Like, so yeah, yeah, I just, you know, and I, I get being safe. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember being like you, you, it seemed also like you guys wanted to kick us out, but. Yeah, maybe. I mean, and to be Which, honest, yeah. we those Were we are, drinking those, an underage? Yeah, right. yeah, probably. Those are probably the <laughs> nights you you go in and you're sloppy, and they're like worried yeah. about letting you in to begin with. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I've then had it's some like, of those. hey, keep your eyes on. Because now that I'm in establishments a lot and actually working there, I when people enter, I will be like, hey, keep an eye on so and so. You know, yeah. there because you can be held responsible for overserving someone even if you didn't overserve them. That's if right. They came in wasted, and you give them one drink. That's yep. your license. Yep, it's a liability. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I did that at the Majestic. You had a comedy night, and just this one person, they seemed really tired. They had gone to and from the bathroom. Oh, uh, long a f- hair? Yeah, a few yeah. more times yeah. than like a normal. Yeah. So I'm like, you are popping. I'm like, you're not doing bumps because you're tired. I don't yeah. know even if that had to do with it or not. No, that but person is yeah. a heroin addict. Oh, I'm that's, pretty that's sure. too bad. Yeah. So yeah, between that and then. You know, it's it's not even it's not about the way they're dressed or that this person was only like um, milking one PBR. Those are some things you notice. Like, okay, did yeah. you come by yourself or not? Are you nursing like one and maybe two really cheap drinks, or you're hoping that someone will buy you a PBR because they're so cheap? Those are yeah. all tactics that, as an alcoholic, I've done. And then I remember just looking over. And I was like, this person is falling asleep. Yeah. So for nodding whatever out, reason, yep. Yeah. And you could, yeah, you're a nodding out, you're drunk, or even if you are just tired, 
you can't still be here because you're not allowed to sleep in this establishment. Exactly. So, honey, you have to go. Oh, like, I've had like huge issues with that person that's specifically too bad. because they're struggling so bad. And it's like, that's too bad. it is one of those things where I'm talking to my friends, like, like some of them have, like, that specific person is one of my best friend's neighbor. Okay. And I'm like, you should give that person my number because yes. they are going to need, and everyone's like, they're a mess. They're going to blow up your phone. I'm like, you guys don't understand. Like, right. that's not what this is. This isn't like, yes, I'm so obviously going to have boundaries with yes. them. Like, I'm not going to let them take advantage of me. I'm not going to like go at them. But like, this person is going to hit a bottom and need someone to talk to. And hopefully it's somebody that actually can help them right. and not somebody that's trying to take advantage of them or like you know, not their drug dealer who's like, right. hey, you're obviously hitting a bottom. Let's keep you there because I'm getting right. a lot of money from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. they need people's numbers like that. So we're connected to a community that helps people. Yep. Yeah. We carry a solution and we know people even more experienced, more available yeah. for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I had a guy whose daughter's uh, 26 and just really out of control. And she spent some time at home. I talked to her a little. I brought her to a meeting. No, I met her at a meeting. And I've been meaning to reach out to her. Also, if she was ready, you know, she would have talked to me a bit more and then networked with some people and then been going to meetings. The hardest thing is having to tell people's parents, like, unfortunately, as bad as it is, it's probably going to get worse yeah. until they're oh, ready. I know. And sometimes they're not ready. I know. But, you know, that's the name of the game, man. It sucks. No, don't it's, do drugs. And people who come out to the events that I'm doing every week or whatever, however often, and they're wasted every time. It's like, well, I'm glad they're here because they're building a community. Mm-hmm. They might be damaging their reputation a little by being sloppy, but at the end of the day, like, I'm going to welcome them back in with open arms and like, they know I'm sober. Yeah. Actually, not a lot of people do know I'm sober. I'm yeah. starting to have to be more open about it and just be like, yeah, I'm sober. Like, it's, I used to be kind of embarrassed. It's like, mm. I don't, like, you know what I mean? In public. Like, I'm, yeah. obviously I talk about it on the podcast all the time, but, right. you know, but in public, just being like, yeah, I don't drink. And I'm still a mess. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, there's that too. Your life doesn't exactly yeah. <laughs> resolve itself yeah. after some steps or overnight. Like, you're sober, but you're crazy. I'm <laughs> like, you don't know the half of it. Spiritually ill from Amityville. Yeah. Ready to kill my mentality still. <laughs> Maybe I, I won't. Oh, she already did. Oh, that's it. It's over. Ka-choom. Okay, I have to pee. Okay, um, break. Break. Oh, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We did not take a break. Yeah, no. <laughs> we got a lot going on. Yeah, ton going on. Um, Are you hosting this Monday at Majestic? I believe so. Okay. I might not because of boring things. Okay. But boring to talk about on a podcast. Gotcha. Like, exciting for me. Good. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Good. So, I will, I will let you know. But normally, yes. I just need to keep manifesting time and free time to discipline myself and sit down and just do a bit more. I've, I have material. I have the means. I'm still being told I'm funny by yeah. other com- comedians, which is really wonderful, and I'm appreciative. It's just been like, Maureen, go to the things. Yeah. Go to the mic. Talking to the mic. Make people laugh. You'll feel better. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We had to ask one dude to stop coming, basically, because he came. he's come three times, and after every time... 
He's gotten roasted by whoever was hosting. It was me twice and it was Molly the other time. Yeah. And it's just like he's not learning. And he, like, the last time he signed up, I was like, okay, but don't forget. Don't do anything homophobic or sexist. And so he fucking did, like, a racist joke. And it's like, I shouldn't have to fucking list all the things not to do. Right. Like, if you're that stupid on your third time being here, you still haven't fucking read a book or whatever. Bro. I know. And Why somebody think- went up to him after and was like, it was John with the dreads. I don't know if you've met him. He works at Bishops. He's like in, I think he's in Alchemistics. Oh, okay. He's like, cool. he's a music guy. Okay. And he was like, that Oreo joke you did was like really racist. And it, and instead of being fucking cool about it, he was like, yeah, I don't care. Okay. And it's like, okay. So somebody is giving you feedback yep. that your shit is making them feel a type of way. An audience member, mind you, because John doesn't do comedy. Right. A regular old audience member. Yep. And it's like, okay, so you're not even going to take that? Then see you later. Yeah, because that's going to all come around as whoever else is doing open mics and then trying to do showcases and stuff like you are. They're going to hear it through the grapevine or just see it in the proof of the audience members you don't have. Like, yeah. I, I, I hope I find the opportunity to go, oh, you've so-and-so on the... Oh, I'm, I'm not going to go to that. Well, I yeah. just... I've already heard about how they are. Yeah. Also, like, every time I've seen this person, they're racist yep. and sexist. So even if you have other good comedians, I can't give him my money. Yep. So yep. that's how that shit, you know? Yep. Thank you for saying yeah. that because people won't set boundaries like that. And it's like, now your name is on a bill with this piece of shit, dude. How do you look? Yes. Like, think about how that makes you feel. That, it, it, that's what I mean. It may not be overnight or maybe after the summer, but like, and then when you've got certain, anyone who comes into town because they're going to headline in Northampton, right? And then so the yeah. night before they're already in town, they go to check something out, whatever it is. It's gonna, it just, it'll come around. Yeah. Yep. Because then when a professional tells you your shit sucks and then you still don't go, I don't care, like, yeah. whatever, you know, but. And congrats. Um, you have put on really great shows, and you haven't said it. I don't know if you had still thought about it, but you um, are booking so well and doing so great that another comedy person had to cancel shows (laughs) because of their lack of ticket sales. And that could have also been, it's summer, people are away, what have you, and yet also somebody's comedy shows are thriving and other people's aren't, and I'm really proud of you. Thank you so much. You deserve that. Yes. Thank you. Yay. Yeah, we did three, I think I produced three comedy shows this month, and they were all bops, and Bop-a-bops. that's not even the, de- you know, I think I did 24 shows in 30 days. Oh, like, <laughs> wow. And then if you count the next five days, it was like 27 shows in 35 days. So That's amazing. Some, I mean, some of them were two-a-days, but it doesn't yeah. make it any better. But. Right, or any, it's still... Let's get to the meat of this. Let's get to the meat of this chicken here, oh, This guys. Mississippi mud pie. Let's get to the meat of it. I don't know. That could be a slang for something. I know, Jesus, I right? Know. I mean, it sounds like it. Uh, is, it is that a poop? A poop? You're going to give him the old Mississippi mud pie. Right, live, laugh, no, poop, everyone. That's right. Well, you know, just like every state, Mississippi has a slogan <laughs> that's something about like how they're the birthplace of something. Of American it's, music. Yes, this one is called the birthplace of American music. It's like... Every state has something like that. The birthplace of America. It's like, yeah, you're in America. <laughs> right. Like, Delta Blues, they say, is Detroit. And then uh, hip-hop is whatever. But I I believe Mississippi was just, well, of how old is it compared to other states? So that's what you have. 
right. you know, like however old it is and how long they've been doing stuff. And we've talked before about Ken Burns's documentary. It's six episodes called Country Music. It is so informative. Yeah, it's really cool. He like follows multiple storylines, and for any moment, I was like. Wait, now we're talking about somebody else? Hold on. But how they set it up and get you through, it's like a time period at a time. And then the next episode, they'll be like, all right, so again, back in 55, we told you about so-and-so. At the same time that was happening in Mississippi, this was happening over here. Yeah. And so it's that kind of thing. And then it rolls into modern-day country. Um, but I do know that, yeah, Mississippi's got some old ties. But yeah. Ooh, go ahead. The, well... And I get it. Like, country music is, like, the classic American yes, music. Yes, one of So yep. I get them. And I'm not... Hey, if you're from Mississippi, <laughs> don't be... Sad. I, I just... It's just funny to me that every time we do a state and we we look it up, they have some, like, Word weird, yeah. like, claim to fame right. with music that's, like, so specific. Yeah, we're the and home it, of this. We're the origin of that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, we've got, you know... Uh, they say king of rock and roll, father of country music, king of blues, uh, yeah, birthplace of America's music. It says Elvis, but I'm pretty sure Elvis is Memphis, right? Did he move to Memphis? He may have is been from Elvis? Mississippi. Yeah. Having been born and reared in Tupelo, the city creatively captures and honors his oh. history. Yeah, so I think oh, he spent... So he's from Mississippi? Mm-hmm. Well... We're not talking about him today. We're not. Enough <laughs> people do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like they've worded that way or saying it now, American music, because of Elvis Presley, Jimmy Rogers, and Baby King. But that's kind of like saying, no, they all, oh, Muddy Waters, I mean. Muddy Waters, I mean, it's not B.B. King. But, like, they all happen to be from there, but that doesn't yeah. mean that you guys get to be like, yeah. we're the, ho-. like, no, no, it was their home. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, they all are born in different time periods. You don't get to be like, oh, we did this. Mississippi <laughs> grew Elvis Presley <laughs> and Jimmy, like, Jimmy Rogers, it was 1922. Like, I mean, also, I kind of, but, like, also, I... I gotta give him that because when I think of hip hop, it's like yeah, New York grew hip hop. Yes, you know, like Bronx specifically, the Bronx, like You're right, the okay, Brooklyn yeah. to an extent. But like, yeah, yeah, so like it's like it comes out of the time and place. Like it's it is setting based. It is so like sure, okay, yes, right from and then civil rights. It's linked to some of that movement stuff. Yep. But Memphis and the blues. Because it's and... just like a slow play. Have you been to Mississippi? It's no. so slow. It's, I, I, it's <laughs> so slow. And then I don't mean like mentally. I'm not, this is right. not mental. It's just like, it's different pace than up here. Right. And when I moved back up here from the South, I was like, wow, everyone talks fast, drives fast, like doesn't seem like they have the time of day to give you. And in the South, it's just like, you know, there's like not as much going on. Things are further apart and everything's cool. It's That's fine. Nice. That yeah. sounds nice. I wonder if I'd like that change of pace. It's like that in Texas, too. The comedians I love talk about how everything's slower and bigger in Texas. Yeah. So everything takes forever. There's no getting in and out of anything. Well, these yeah. are giving you places. And yeah, then, and then where they're from. I, I think. see. So Greenwood, Mississippi, Heart of the Delta, where blues began. Clarksdale, where Robert Johnson sold his soul to play guitar with a supernatural edge. Did he? I mean, Robert Johnson, what were hmm. you doing? Um, Meridian, Meridian, Mississippi, that sounds right. The yeah. railway town that gave the world Jimmy Rogers. Oh, yeah, because of... Um, 
I know it. Uh, Blue Yodel number eight and a few other Whoa. songs. Where'd that come from? It came from the documentary. Yeah, and I may have from, downloaded yeah. a couple Jimmy Rogers songs. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, even to this day, Dolly Parton will cover it. It is, it's what Jimmy Rogers was one of the first recording artists out of America. Like him, and then you've got um, June Carter and her family, mm. and then it began to expand in some genres because it ties to the start of radio. Because mm. in other parts of the world, I mean, you can get symphonies and orchestras, and 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 um, people from all over would come from different countries and play in New York and that kind of thing. You know, well into the nineteen nineteen hundreds. But when radio picked up, um, Jimmy Rogers is one of the first. Um, good morning, Captain. Good morning, Shad. Do you need a new mule skinner on that new mud line? Yeah, because yodeling is is super old. <laughs> before even recording, but people like yeah from um, who lived in America before was the Americas yodeled, and then you in- interpret um, African and other forms of dance. Like the birth of jazz is a couple different forms of music put together, so that kind of thing. So country is its own little mix up, and um, it was just Jimmy Rogers oh. and his guitar, and he had a great twang, and people loved hearing him. I like, he has another song, Peach Picking Time in Georgia. <laughs> Peach picking time in Georgia. When it's peach picking time in Georgia. Apple picking time in Tennessee. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Everybody picks on me or whatever. It's so, <laughs> And then the recording is so old, like they haven't tried to remaster it or whatever. You're yeah. like, you can hear the... What's the instrument? The oh, the phonograph. Right phonograph, before the yeah. record player. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so cool so yeah even though he might have been racist and just an old white man it's neat to know a little about Jimmy Rogers yeah because that's old school so BB King is way later right I don't know what is BB King like 70s or 60s he died in 2015 he was born in 1925 25 so he would have been 20s and like the 40s and 50s probably doing music Mm mm-hmm he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987. Oh, jeez. So, okay. right. That's yeah. how long. Yeah. Yep. In 1956 alone, he reportedly appeared at 342 shows. Jesus. Right. That means he barely took a day off the whole year. Yep. 342. Yep. You're right. King was born on a cotton plantation in Itabina, Mississippi. Oh, wow. And then later worked at a cotton gin in Indianola. In... Indianola, Indianola, oh, Indianola. Yeah, I don't know. Indianola. Indianola, Mississippi. That yeah. sounds right. Indianola. His music <laughs> really comes alive when you understand its context, <laughs> which you can only do diving into the region's complex history and culture of creative resilience. Oh. Nice. Okay. But see, yeah, I, I do think like time and place with um, artists, like it just feels so important when I understand like where they came from and what they were going through, you know? Right. Like, even, like, I still think about Pitbull all the time. Like, learning about, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, but, like, yeah. learning about him and his heritage and, like, what he went through growing up and stuff, it's just, like, it just makes so much more sense, like, why he's so, like, driven to be Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> right. Like, you know? Yeah, it's all he's ever known. Yeah. True. And then we got, um, 
Oxford. So Oxford is kind of like the newer Oxford, Mississippi. You get um, the Black Keys and the Walkman and Animal Collective. Yeah, Modest Mouse. Modest Mouse. William Faulkner. Faulkner. It's former home. So I'm gonna talk. A li- I'm gonna talk about an India India band. India band. If, if you wanna, do you wanna run through anyone else? Um, there's also Jimmy Rogers. So the um, original old white guy, Jimmy Rogers, is J-I-M-M-I-E, Rogers with a D in there. And there's also Chicago, oh wait, that's, oh, the genre Chicago blues. There's also Jimmy Rogers, who lived from 1924 to 1997. Just to clarify and say, like, he's not to be confused with the country music singer or the pop singer. He spells it differently, and he's a talented blues singer and guitarist and harmonica player, all on his own. He was best known for his work with Muddy Waters okay. and stuff. So that was cool. And then anybody else? Well, yeah. So Elvis is from there. B.B. King, Muddy Waters, John Lee Hooker, Conway Twitty, that guy from Family Guy that they love to make fun of. <laughs> Charlie Pride, Bo Diddley, and then there's a few more. And I'll, yeah, we'll talk about them too. Nice. So Cool, cool, yeah. No, that's good. Just some shout-outs. They have the Mississippi Grammy Museum. And mm-hmm. Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience in Meridian, which like man, if we can travel one day, let's go there. Let's yeah. just hit up all the good music spots. I'd love to someday hit every state with you and find something <laughs> music so crazy. related. Yeah, and that's another episode. <laughs> yeah, like we yeah, that would be so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so it it was the second state to secede from the union in eighty uh. one. And then rejoined in 1870. So 1861, who was the first? I feel like the first one was probably what? uh, Alabama, if I had to guess. I don't know. To receive in the Civil War, it's wherever um, Pennsylvania or Virginia. Is it one of those closer to the line from the north and the south? You know what I mean? I don't know, though, but I wonder. Texas. Ah. Wait, what? All right, so order of secession, as we found out. (laughs) South Carolina first, then Mississippi, then Florida. So, okay. Um, But today I'm going to talk about The Weeks. It's a band that I absolutely love. And if you don't take anything else from this episode, please go listen to two songs by The Weeks. It's Brother in the Night and Buttons. And they're two songs that, like, I don't know. Just You have to hear them at least once in your life. If I could make everyone in the world listen to them, I would. Um, and my experience with them is like when I lived in Nashville, they were on the radio a lot. Specifically, those two songs I think it might have been um, just buttons. But then I kind of uh, found d- dove deep into their discography because of Bonnaroo. They were going to be at Bonnaroo, and I heard uh, a different song on the Bonnaroo like ultimate Spotify playlist. Okay. And I was like, man, this is band is like, this is three songs by this band that I love. Wow. So I must like this band. <laughs> and then I, yeah, just got in there and listened to Odar, like oh, their, their whole album. So good. Um, and I saw them live and it was just, yeah, they're super in sync. They all have really long hair. It's <laughs> like a group of like five white guys from Mississippi. Very like, uh, grunge skinny skinny guys but their sound is just unreal it's like you can tell like they're dudes that grew up doing music and 
I think it's two brothers. So they're from Florence, Mississippi, and I would say they're like Southern rock. You know, they have right. like some bluesy type bass lines. They mm-hmm. have kind of this like guttural singing sound, but it's like good. It's like you want to sing along with them. The weeks, like days of the weeks. W e e k. Yeah. yeah Which sorry. if you read the info and stuff, but if you just listen and you were gonna look them up, W e e k. Yeah. So they're formed by the two brothers, um, Kane Barnes and Kyle Barnes, both spelled with C C A I N, so very biblical, and then C Y L E. So that's wow. Um, then Chaz Lindsay, Damian Bone, and Sam Williams, and they formed in two thousand six, um, and they were only fourteen and sixteen years old when the wow. band formed, which is insane. That's how old we were. Yeah, like that's in two thousand and six. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so they've actually been together for 14 years as a band as of this year. Wow. And which is crazy because it's like they're the same age as us and they've been in a band for 14 years. Yeah. Um, pretty soon after they formed, they signed with uh, this label. Oh, my goodness. It's called Esperanza Plantation Label, mm. which is okay. Mm-hmm. Why would you name a label that? Um, <laughs> but they released an album in 2008 called Comeback Cadillac. So, I mean, we're talking. 17 and 18 year old dudes putting out records very reminiscent to me of like brand new you know your favorite weapon came out when they were still like they had just graduated high school wow and dejan tanu was more like when they were like in their early 20s yeah you know right so wow you know they've been it's like their life is banned banned Mm -hmm. is life you know (laughs) banned is life (laughs) um then they kind of they had some lineup changes and the Barnes, they're twins. The Barnes twins. Okay. Um, stayed, stayed, and they. Uh, it's just I think it's just the four of them when I saw them live. I'm pretty sure there might have been a fifth, like second guitarist. Um, but they went to Nashville. They were in Nashville for a couple of years, which I think is probably how they broke into the Nashville like radio scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but they moved back to Mississippi in 2011. So I was in Nashville 2013 to 20. 15 and their songs were on the radio um okay. they dropped an ep called gutter gaunt gangster which is pretty much exactly how i would describe their vibe like wow. you know like kind of like ripped jeans and bandanas and like long hair and like um and when they're playing together they're kind of like they're just really in sync like they're in it there's not a ton of banter in between songs it's like here's a song we're gonna smash it and play it like perfectly <sighs> be really into it while we're doing it and then kind of just like, so yeah, next song. Wow. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. Uniform. That's cool. Um, Spoon was kind of like, like, like where it was like very like, they were more like professional, like button up. Whereas the weeks was more like, yeah, we're just like kind of like hanging out with our friends. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. that's how you felt when you were listening to them. Um, so Dear Bo Jackson is the album that came out in 2013. And that's really where the the two songs that I love came from and easy. I just listened to it in preparation for this episode. It's pretty good. It's, it's just, you know, it doesn't have like banger bangers on it. Okay. Um, to me, like it's yeah. good. I would definitely still go see them live again. A hundred percent. Um, and then their most recent album, two moons came out the summer of 2019 and I have not listened to that one yet. So that's something I'm hoping to do. There you go. Um, yeah, there's really like not a ton else. Just that like when I was when I think Mississippi band, this is who I think. 
and if probably because of the song "Brother in the Night," they're like, "If my if my southern lungs still pumping blood, some like bury my money in the mighty Mississippi mud," and that line like it just yeah. sticks with me, like the way he sings it, the guitars. There's like it's this they have this rhythm like. It's kind of like, you can tell it's like blues inspired. Yeah. You know? There's country sound and then there's a southern sound. Yeah. And they seem to lean into and amplify the southern aesthetic, especially because their genre is not country. Right. But I understand what you're trying to say and I can I can follow it with like how you describe them and their sound. Yeah. And the neat thing that he kind of sounds like the singer from Kings of Leon and yep. Oh yeah, really, they yeah. got they got signed to Kings of Leon's uh, label. Uh, I think it's called Serpents and what is it? Serpents and Snakes. Yeah, I was right. Um, but I don't think they're on that label anymore. Oh okay. I think they are now with. So they were on Serpents and, and Snakes, um, that's which is Kings of Leon's record label, and Kings of Leon is like their like a very Nashville based band mm-hmm. that like when you talk to other local Nashville bands, they always hold up Kings of Leon as like this band that was like huge in the local scene for years. Right. And then finally they had like a single breakthrough right. and now everyone knows him. Yeah. They you earn know? their chops. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yep. yep. Um, so I thought that was really interesting and, uh, just yeah, just thinking in terms of like how long it takes for a band to make out. Last yeah. night I did I DJed like a, a sh- I was the DJ kind of in between bands for a show, a local show. And there's a band called Thus Love, and I thought they were like insanely talented and amazing. Cool. And it's just like they've been on the circuit and touring for like two or three years now. They've yeah. been a band since like 2016, and they're like. I think they're younger than us and like Probably. they're so good. Wow. But you know, people don't I wouldn't have known them if I wasn't doing the show. I looked them up to prep for the show and see what kind of what kind of music it was. Amazing. Yeah. Like insane show. So yeah. There's just, no hey, shortage don't give of up. talent coming out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not dead. Yeah. The the scene, it's not too hard. You don't have to be on TikTok. You can keep playing and jamming with your friends and then get booked on shows and, and who knows. Yeah. Yeah, things are changing, but some things aren't broken, so no one's going to try to fix them, which is if you're good, you're good. Yeah. That's cool. I know. It makes Hell me yeah. want to start a band so mm. bad. Just because, like, I love performing music. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, and not as, like, as a hobby. Like, not as, like, let's An get famous and right. get on a record label. Like, just, like... Let's just like make some music together because it's fun to sing and feel united in something. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. you and I are some free time away from I know. doing that. I know. That's on your second plate along oh, with my musical improv. Plate? Yeah, yeah, musical improv and bands. Yeah. And maybe the two are combined and we musically improv a bunch of songs and then record them and then we memorize the songs we improved and that's our album. I also picture you and I on stage next to each other, sitting in chairs probably, and you've got your guitar, and there's certain songs that you know, and you are playing them, but then you're also asking me to do impressions or accents, <laughs> so I'm just singing something like, not Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, some some other like song that people knows, but then you're like, do it Miley Cyrus style, and okay. then you're like, do it, you, you know, and I- You have to listen to Karen Kilgariff. Okay. Uh, she does that? They do. It's so good. It's it's like in the style of like 
Tom Waits or whatever, but there'll be okay. a GPS. Yeah. And stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Even when um in the podcast, we make up songs out of nowhere and then doing my accents and stuff. Like, yeah, I am, you know, um, some improv practice away from just being like, okay, do so-and-so, you know? I don't know. So yeah, fun. it would be really fun if we could get enough of something and then some practicing and right. oh, time is... Hey, time um, keeps time. on ticking. That's right. <laughs> slipping, slipping. Into the few... Number the four. <laughs> number four on the Space Jam soundtrack. That's right. Okay. Hey, everybody. No, you're autistic. All right. Uh, uh, hey, so that's the weeks. And I really... If you just go listen to Brother in the Night and Buttons, and you will thank me later. Yep, you'll be all set. Yep. I like that. Fun, fun songs to sing. I, I got them in my phone now. That's cool. They're cool. I like them. I like the sound. Oh, yeah. I had Maureen listen to them before because I was like, you got to check these guys out. Um, who you got for us? I've got, I've got some little ladies. Oh, who, yeah. <laughs> let's balance this act right now. You know, here. women yeah. and all that they try and do. Oh, no, my sir. God. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought I would briefly tell you about a few women out of Mississippi. So, yeah. Um, the impeccable Tammy Wynette. Yeah. She was born back in 1942. She died in 1998. Um, she, for a long time, was called... She's an American country music singer-songwriter, one of country's music country music's best-known artists. She's a uh, one of the biggest-selling female singers. She was originally called the first lady of country music because her best-known song is Stand By Your Man. Stand by your man. Oh, That's all I know. I don't know anything, you know, because I don't do that. I don't know. <laughs> Just one of the best-selling hit singles by a woman in the history of country music ever. Wow. She charted over 20 number one songs through the 60s and 70s. Her classical themes of, like, loneliness, divorce, and difficulties that everyone was going through, but there was still such a stigma around talking about it. Yeah. Um, she married George Jones in 1969, then they divorced in 75, um, cause they tried it to be like a country music couple the way Johnny Cash and June Carter were. Um, so they did a few albums and stuff, but just Tammy Wynette is, Tammy did the twang so that women like Leanne Rhymes and oh, Faith Hill what? could sing. Spo- oh, That's spoiler right. alert. Also... Oh, is she going to be on this list? Also, there's a female musician known as Bobby Gentry. She is an American singer-songwriter who was known as one of the first female artists to compose and produce her own material within country music. Wow. And she drew right from her Mississippi roots. Uh, she rose to fame uh, with her intriguing Southern Gothic narrative, Ode to Billy Joe, in 1967. The track spent weeks at number one. So she did. Um, then she went on to do some pop stuff too. So she had been nominated as best new artist and best female pop vocal performance for the Grammys in '68, and she's had hit singles uh, in America and the United Kingdom. And her album Fancy brought her a Grammy nom for best female pop pop pope. Yeah, she's <laughs> a pope. Pop vocal performance. Um, so she's actually still alive. She just hides out in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. But she's just one of the first. So, <clears throat> you know, OG women coming from Faith, coming from Mississippi. I was trying to do that quietly it's okay. and it's not working. That's right. So I don't know if you remember how much we love this banger, but 
Danny, my older brother Danny, um, their cousin, would be one of the people who would get us into new stuff. If it wasn't already on 95.7 or an old song that our parents were playing, Danny was really good about following 96.5 and the top 40s and what have you. So yeah. I just remember the year that Faith Hill and her song This Kiss came oh, out, yeah. and it's all him and Jenna would sing that yeah. summer. This kiss, <laughs> this kiss. And we just like enunciated everything. <laughs> Impossible. This kiss. It's such a fun song. Oh, my God. Yeah, the amazing Faith Hill was born um, in... Oh, I thought I was going to have the Man, where right there. but uh, That album, right? Yep. My mom like fell in love with some random guy that summer, like right after the yep. divorce, and she was freaking obsessed with that album because it was like all love songs. It's yeah. just like seared into my brain. <laughs> Her first international success was in early 1998 for This Kiss. Wow. So that's like, so she'd already been doing her thing, been around for a minute, yeah. really great, but it's when she like on the cusp of pop and helped chart. She, she was then doing in 98 what Reba McIntyre had done. What um, Dolly Parton had done way before, Reba McIntyre and like who's Martina McBride and a couple others. Like how Reba made country even cooler before she did yeah. like pop stuff. It, it's it's mainstream country. So yeah, Faith has. Um, she was mainstream. Yeah, she crossed over. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Faith spawned her first, yeah, with this kiss and then the song Breathe. Just breathe. Oh my God. I can really breathe. Watch it on me. Suddenly I'm mounting down to you. There's nothing oh, left to do. It was like, it was Baby, like, it, like, how is this? It's like, this is Celine Dion. Yes, Celine Dion. But on the country station. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The range, the uh, emotion in the songs. These are really well done songs. Yeah. These are written well and composed well. And then you've got a powerhouse singer. Yeah. For, for Breathe This Kiss and... um. The way you love me, ooh, the way you love me, oh, ooh, wow. to feel song. the way I feel with your arms around this me. This whole album, I yeah, it was like, I'm in love. See, yep, your mom was just in love that la, summer. La, 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 the way you love me, uh -huh. <laughs> Yep, wow. massive sales worldwide. Um, earned her three Grammys that year, the 98, and then, um, so then she went on to do some albums, some songs for movies, and then um, she's just still doing a lot, and really? she's been, yeah. Um, Faith Hill, look at her go. Commercial success, the former spawned another crossover single, Cry. I don't know if I, I remember mean, that I one. That. Um, and crossover. I know, yeah, um, let's see. Um, okay, her next two albums, Cry, and then Firefly, we're in the early 2000s. Firefly, that sounds familiar. Yeah, Fireflies helped spawn... Wait, I don't know. That's just how they wrote it on this website. But um, <laughs> they, her song, Mississippi Girl. Because a Mississippi girl won't change her ways. Just because everybody knows her name. Oh, there Didn't you go, Mississippi. Mississippi Girl. <laughs> well, it's like, it's so funny because you never hear like a Massachusetts artist be like, Massachusetts, 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 Massachusetts. No. But, like Mississippi artists are like, Mississippi, I'm going to say you in a song because you're really fun to sing. Mississippi, uh, like, you know uh, I love you and you love me, Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. 
I love you. It's like Georgia too. It's like if you live in the South, you're saying the name of your state in your song. You like, are. That's right. I'm Alabama. You're not doing that up here. Vermont. Like I'm not. No like, one's ever. New Hampshire. Like have you ever? Right. No, except James Taylor, when he's he's singing about um, that guy. It's the song's "Sweet Baby James," but he says. Took the turnpike from Stockbridge to Boston. Yeah, but Boston doesn't count. But you're count. right, because everyone talks about Boston. Because Boston's easy and fun to say. You're right, but yeah. Like, took Massachusetts. The bridge from is Connecticut the, to the, Massachusetts. The, the Bee Gees have a song. What do they say? Called Massachusetts. Do they say Massachusetts in I'm it? I'm pretty sure they do. Okay, well, good for them for being okay. able to pronounce it. But right, in Massachusetts, I'm not going to pull it up. Okay. I mean, I kind of want to hear it. Okay. But also Faith Hill. Sorry, right. Sorry she, Faith, I didn't okay. want to step on your toes there. Just she, saying. Yeah, she's just been out here still doing the damn thing. Named one of the 30 most powerful women in America in 2001. In 2009, wow, Billboard cool. named her... As the number one adult contemporary artist of the 2000s decade. and Number uh, one? Yeah. Like, not in, just women, like, for mm-hmm. everyone? In 2009, wow. Billboard named her as the number one adult contemporary artist of the 2000s decade. So from 2000, 2010, yeah, she wasn't that the even only one. Be? But, well, like, I don't know, Nelly Furtado? Right? She, had a, she only had, like, one or adult two albums, contemporary. though. No, because it was really, like, it'd be, like, Natasha Benningfield. So, like, right. so, like, what's that, yeah, what's adult contemporary... Uh, what's her name? Sean Col- Sunny came home. Yeah, Sean Calvin. But she only had that one song. Oh, you that know what? That album. might have been nineties too. Same with Shania Twain. She's on the end of the nineties and dips into the two thousands. But wow, with Faith, Faith Hill, Hill, she had a bunch of albums I in the early two thousands. Right? We all d- we didn't know. <laughs> and then from um, not that she, you know, and some of the, those some of those lists aren't always, but like that's cool. Like yeah, number it is. one is cool. Yeah. So everyone has known Carrie Underwood the last few years now right. for doing Sunday Night Football, but Faith Hill's help. She brought that on. When when in 2007, they were revamping again and trying to up watching Sunday Night Football from 2007 to 2012, Hill was the voice of NBC Whoa. Sunday Night Football's intro song. Waiting all day for Sunday, Sunday night. night. Yep, she finally received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2019. Fucking finally, Faith. Hell Yeah. And then I'll be I'll be quicker too, but um, who's worth noting too is good old Leanne Rhymes. Oh yeah. Yep. Cause what's her epic song? Um, uh, don't tell me. Duh, Strawberry. No, that's Dina Carter. Uh, <laughs> Leanne Rhymes. Leanne Rhymes song. <laughs> this is I'm a I'm a rhyme song cowboy. <laughs> I don't know if this is the one. Okay, there's one. Um, I need you. That one. I need you like oh, shit. water, like bread, like red. Like I feel. Okay, Sarah McLaughlin. That's the other one. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm adult stuck, contemporary. Like, yes. Okay, I'm just still kind of stuck just on softer, that but yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Leanne Rhymes, man, she held her own. Um, I need you. You light up my life. But what is her one? How do I live? How do I live without you? I want to know. That's a fucking How do I breathe? Yeah, the emotion reminds you of Celine Dion, of Sarah McLachlan. Yeah, heart-wrenching. How do I live without you? I I want want to know. know. I want to know. I demand answers. Sinead O'Connor believes nothing compares to you, and I want to know how do I live without you. I can eat my dinner, but then I might still die. Basically. 
So yeah, she just killed it with you light up my life. How do I live? It was the 90s. And then um she has So she's the 90s? Yeah, she's more okay, 90s. Okay, okay. Yep. Um yeah, right. but she started as early as 13. Is she married to what's his name? Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> They're all the same. I know, but no no, at one point Kenny Chesney. Leanne and Kenny I think were together, but then married at one point was Renee Zellweger, Zellweger and Kenny Chesney. But no, oh. Faith Hill and Tim McGraw have been married Faith since Hill is married to Tim McGraw. Forever. I yep. was super close. Her real name is Audrey Faith McGraw. But Audrey. before that, before she was married, it was Audrey Faith Perry. But she's always just gone by Faith Hill. But Audrey's a beautiful name. I know, Faith. right? Like I There are other it. Audreys no, or Faiths in the country. Who's yeah. another Audrey? Hepburn. Right. But that's, that's it. All. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to see if it had it in Audrey's there. Up. Bless name. you. I heard you. <laughs> I heard her. <laughs> I don't remember when her and Tim got married, but they did. And they're um, they're like a they're probably like Forbes one hundred richest people, right? Because yeah. I feel like they're invested in like a bunch yes. of like their names are like low key behind the scenes of so oh, many yeah. things. Yep. Yeah. For how long they've been doing music, and then all the parts of it that they own. Not yeah. getting into all that stuff, but you know they own a lot of it, and then I wonder if they own their masters, that kind of thing. And yeah. then yeah, Tim McGraw has dabbled in acting. The last 15 years and still done some music so is she they don't even have to put out new music they wow. never have to record new shit again when they go on tour yeah that shit sells out momentarily it's crazy i couldn't name one tim mcgraw song yeah. <laughs> um, these boots are made that's no it. that's um, that's nancy sinatra okay, um, tim mcgraw uh, oh, um, it was in the 2000s. This is like not his epic one, but um, live like you were dying. Oh, wow. Okay. On a bull named Fu Manchu. <laughs> and I love deeper in her. Oh, that's a good Yeah. Because yeah. uh, that like, oh, and brought him back he's, up. He's um, with Nelly. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, over and over, over again. again. Oh, that's a bop. Yeah, and that was the first so little dab, a little cross yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they dibby dabby jammed so that Florida Georgia line and Nelly could do something. <laughs> just a little bit, do, 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 just a little bit, or whatever their songs are. Yeah, they, they yeah. see that, but that was like, I think that was the first time they, a big that happened. song really, really hit both the charts. Yep. And it hurt so bad. That's it. Yeah. It was it was so good. Yeah. I remember the video and everything that went up. People like teased them at the same time though. Everybody loved just because you're not saying it out loud doesn't mean you don't love that song because everyone I still know. knows the words. It's like dilemma. Yes. That's the Kelly Rowland one where she texts yeah. on her she texts on her sidekick, but it's like literally it's open to like Microsoft Excel. Right. Because right. I rewatched the video recently yeah. and I was like, is she like literally texting in Microsoft Excel yes. on her sidekick? Where are you? On her Blackberry or whatever. And exactly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if we didn't have um Tim McGraw, then Taylor Swift never would have said, When you think Tim McGraw I hope you think of me. Yes. Yeah, because then she would have. She could be, when you think of Jimmy Rogers, <laughs> yes, I hope you think of Mississippi Mountains <laughs> and that old mule skinner. It just wouldn't have worked. So, yeah, Leanne Rhymes is amazing and all these women and so, indie So, Leanne Rhymes came first and then Faith Hill came and took over the early 2000s. Yes. Okay. But Leanne Rhymes. Okay. So, Faith Hill was the original Sunday Night Football. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't think it was anyone before her. Or not. It's got to be. Right. Yeah. I didn't even know that was really a thing. Yeah. They've. It's. 
especially in the earlier 2000s, ooh, that ties into uh, the war. So when the towers went down and then we were at war, we had been at war, but we were like still at war. We're like second generation now in this war. Um, They were trying to encompass veterans and military and football and all these things to like tie them together yeah. especially to For stay connected with reason. right with the south because that's where they get all them troops boy yeah. you're gonna raise a little cane go off to the war come back home marry your sweetheart get on a farm get a white fence and a cow and then write a country song about yeah that's life or whatever <laughs> So it just I had to do like with a really good summary. <laughs> yeah, so basically, that, that is many, many white Southern boys' yeah. life right there. Yeah. So they when I remember them tying in um, country music and football and America and these and all these things. Oh no, I gotta <laughs> save the chicken. Oh, oh my god, nugget down. No, <laughs> so good. But yeah, yeah, good. yeah Faith Hills. I mean, she can still sing. Yeah, she can true, still kill it. They have themed nights in football where it's like everybody wears camo, and then there's the breast cancer one, and yep. then there's the mm-hmm. I don't know what the other ones are, but it's like every some weeks they have special weeks. It's mm-hmm. like they let the players like all right this week you can wear oh they have the um, my cleats yes the cleat, they have people design the cleats for a fundraiser and then they auction them off or whatever, but the pink they have breast cancer and and the the players like it because they can wear pink. Like, it won't be a uniform violation for them to wear, like, pink undershirts and stuff and pink laces and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. It's like they do the same thing with camo, too. Right. You see all the camo gear. Cool. It's so interesting. So interesting. I hope more... It's all about fashion. Really, right. NFL, just admit it. You like fashion. No fashion left behind. That's what NFL stands for. I mean, you guys don't have to secretly be gay Because <laughs> a lot of the references and terms are kind of gay. Okay. Your stuff with fashion and how super toxic and like masculine you try to be. Just chill out because I think everyone would have a whole lot more fun if they could just be themselves. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the, like... And Carl... What's the name? Nassib? Um, yeah. He, aren't there... There's a few. A hockey player came out. Football really? player came out. Last year or earlier this year? Oh, yes. I know a hockey player came I'm out. pretty sure... Oh, that was risky. I know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a, a hockey player, too. Okay. Yeah, because Carl Nassib, uh, I think he was in a group chat with like a bunch of other gay football players, and he was like, all right, guys, I'm going to do it. Are you guys going to post your videos today, too? Right. And they were like, yeah, yeah Carl, yeah. yeah, we got ours in the queue. And he's like, okay, here we go. We're doing it right now. All right, ready? One, two, three. I'm and gay. then they were like, psych. <laughs> And Carl was like, really, guys? Guys. Really? I look forward to, at least by the time we're old, if not sooner, how it won't matter. Yeah. Just be... Well, I also... It does... Well, okay. Mm. I have mixed thoughts about that. Because there was a lot of people like, who... Well, I think the angle you're coming from is probably... You know, like you're, it's like it's not gonna matter because it'll be so normal. Right, 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 right. But there were a lot of people like, who cares? Who cares? Why is this news? Just let him be gay and play football. Who cares? And it's like it's news because literally no one is out. Gotcha. And like, so it's a big deal because if it wasn't a big deal, why the secret? Gotcha. Right. Uh, yes. Okay. So yes. like, I think it should be something that like people just like obviously being straight is the norm, so you don't have to come out as straight. But it would be funny if a bunch of straight players were like, guys, I have an announcement. I'm straight. That would be amazing. Like, would that be so funny? I don't. I think people would think it's trolling. But from my perspective, it's like, yeah, because being straight is so normalized 
that you don't have to come out as it. So it's so, when you do come out as gay, you're like completely in the minority, even if you're not the only, I mean, come on, the only gay guy. Are right. you kidding and Statistically, me? it's not possible. Are you kidding me? Yeah. At least 10%. Right. That's just numbers, bro. That's yeah. math. Come okay. on, guys. <laughs> seven plus seven. We know that that's two touchdowns and two field goals, two extra points. Hey, and yep. also that's, okay. Mm-hmm. I 14. I tried to make math gay and I've failed. Mm. <laughs> How many queens does it take? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I, I, I wish for that... So that someday uh, it can be, yes, when it's all just included and then not, as in, you know, yeah, you know what I mean, but we, I have, to, we have to do what you're doing first. Yeah, you or got, that kind of, you yeah. got to normalize so, it first. Right, normalize yeah. it all so that then it's not headline news because it shouldn't be anyways. But then, right, we still need... Um, but it's, yeah, it's like it's, there's not, there's a reason... There's only, like, there's right, a reason. Yeah, let's do, know? right, talk about that, how there yeah. aren't more um, people of color in certain um, career fields and athletically and, and and all of those. That To me, I, I just start to tie it in with, um, yeah, anyone who's undermined or is considered a minority for your sexuality, your identity, yeah. we're, we're going to keep working on that. Yeah. We can make a note, if, if you want to talk at all, and if it's totally okay if you don't, with... Um, athletics and um the decision not even talking about the decisions against trans women but more of what you're talking about is the avenues to normalize and talk about it so that we do it the right way so that um it can be it can be different whatever that's going to look like i'm not in charge of the future I mean, you know, and in the past i was trying to break gender barriers and it was really hard and like yeah i just I, th- I find it, I find the conversation exhausting yeah, now. Yeah, right. Yep. You know, for me personally, it's just yep. like, it's just like, oh, I don't want to think about this I anymore. Hear you. Like, I, I'm yeah. playing softball and, you know, I'll say this. It's like, we have all sorts of, everybody's all over the gender spectrum Good. In, in the league and no one seems to have anything to say. I mean, Imagine I've heard, that. I've heard someone say that there were turfy things said in the, in previous years of like, you know, but like. There's a lot of older people, and I'm not. That's not doesn't mean you could get to be a turf, but it also is like the, it's a learning curve. Like it's a discussion, mm-hmm. it's a dialogue. We got to talk to each other. We got to listen to each other. So yes, and you can't learn if you don't talk and listen. Right, talk and listen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're not doing that in Mississippi. <laughs> okay, listen. I know some good people from Mississippi. True, you're but right. I know I bet some really are... bad. Hey, that's yeah. also true in Massachusetts. You're absolutely right. Yep. And those... we don't even have any songs about us. No. We are, we're so, not sure of. <laughs> the, the Bee Gees do. Hey, hey, comment on the... Hey, let us know your f- artist songs about Massachusetts they have to or say Vermont. Massachusetts, you have to say though. it in it. Yeah. What was um, tying into what we were ending on there and not... Activism, Massachusetts. I don't remember. It's probably, you know what? It would just start another tangent, so it's okay. <laughs> We'd just be here for another 45 minutes, so it's all right. I don't remember. Yeah, I got a, I got a bunch of stuff coming in my phone. I'm trying not to think about. Who are you listening <sighs> to these days besides the weeks? Um, okay, I've been, so I got a song, uh, the Real Groove. 
been on that. Have you heard that? Kylie Minogue and Dua Lipa. No. Okay. Kylie Minogue. I know. And it's a freaking bop. I'm sure. It's called Real Groove. Real Groove. You got to get the Dua Lipa one. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's like a, it's Studio 2054 remix or something. I see. That's the first one. Kylie Minogue and Dua Lipa. Yeah, I get that one. I mean, literally a a bop of all bops. And um, when the chorus hits, oh, you feel no pain at all. Ooh. Let me tell you. Okay. Uh, what else? What are you listening to? I have been obsessed with Florence and the Machine, and her latest album is called Dance Fever. Um, especially, she's, she's released the song King, okay. whereas um, in I, uh, a, a previous song of hers, one of her other hit songs, she hits a, a note for like so long, for like it's 11 seconds. Oh, she Jesus. She breaks... A specific record she breaks her own record or she breaks like in that genre whatever Florence already held the record for the longest note in her new song King on the album dance fever she breaks that record because wow. now it's like 13.8 seconds or something um, the song King I love her song free she's <laughs> in like the part of it is just um yeah, it's uh, and it goes <clears throat> Up, it goes up and down. No, oh, it, it picks me up, puts me down, picks me up, puts me down. Oh, it's the wobble. Hundred times a day, uh, chews me up, spits me out, oh, and wow. it's, but I am free. It's so good. It's so good. And then their song, Girls Against God, Dream Girl Evil, they're all so, so good. But her song, King, I am no mother, I am no bride, mm. I am king. I love that. Yeah, and it's such an ode, I feel, to Hecate, the triple goddess. She's the maiden mother and crone, and they have just that, that she's associated, affiliated with her, um, <clears throat> just like Maggie Rogers is, who has new songs called That's Where I Am and Want Want. What you want, want, what you want, what you want it. Her new album is coming out called Surrender. It's not out yet. Good old Maggie Rogers. And then like everyone else in the world, we've been listening to Running Up That Hill. Oh, yeah. Running up that road. Oh, yeah. There's some good remixes out there. And I'm still listening to Lizzo's uh, About Damn Time on yeah, repeat. Yeah, yeah. Alex all is the really time. into that. Oh, my yeah. God. Because it is bad bitch yeah. o'clock, okay? Yeah. It's about them. It's yeah. about damn time. Yeah. Back up in the building. Tell, won't you tell me how you're healing? She doesn't yeah. ask how you're feeling. How you healing? Right. I love that. And I just introduced Ange to Beyonce's new one, which I can't wait to play for Alex, yeah. called uh, Break My Soul. Oh, my God. I so did. God. I did text it. Okay. okay uh, so God. Uh, Harry Styles' album is fire. Yep. Harry's World. Yeah. So so good. Um, so good. Harry's House. Yeah. Music for a sushi restaurant. Yeah. That one's good. And then yeah, I've just been like doing a lot of like digging and finding like deeper cut electronic music, and I've cool. been feeling it. Like it's been hitting my heart. Um, the song I don't know why the Soma remix is mm. been on repeat too. So it's like more like electronicy stuff, but. That's cool. If you're into that, you'll really like it. I promise. Hell yeah. I've just had... um, They're not all new, but I keep playing... I, I created a Lady Hype playlist. It's it's all female artists, and it's uh, oh, yeah. Lotto. Oh, Lotto. Uh, yeah, yeah, Big Energy. Yeah, yeah. That's my jam. And then it's a bunch of Doja Cat from oh, Need to Know and her new one, um, Get Into It, yeah, to yeah. the remix with Nicki Minaj for Say So and Freaky Deaky. And um, woman, yeah, and then I've been listening to so. Bia too. There's oh, yeah. a whole lot of money, money in this motherfucker. Yeah. La- yeah. Bia, yeah. and her new one is London. 
and it's featuring J. Cole. It's oh. just it's just catchy too. I like to go and shop at the mall, shop at the Prada, shop at the store, check out my tennis, look at my shoes, these are my trousers, look at my and like she says British words and she says I'm in the booth, yeah, sipping kombucha. I'm like, oh, I do yeah. sip kombucha. <laughs> I love that. Bia Bia. And um Megan the Stallion, of course, because she's just London. The best. I love it. London and, uh, featuring J. Cole. All right, I got to check this out. Yeah, it's a good one. And then Megan the Stallion released Plan B. It's it, it's an ode. It uh, samples one of Biggie's songs. And she just says the N-word so much. So, like, I re- I love Megan the Stallion. I love the song. I love the message behind the song. I'm just only bumping it, like, so awesome. Because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not one of those. I'm not one of those white people. I know. I don't say the N-word. And you don't ever have a reason to. Right. Cha, cha, cha. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So no, me and Alex were talking about that with karaoke. Because I'm like, you know every word to, like, every every Megan the Stallion song, every Cardi song, every Nicki song. Well, not probably every Nicki song. But definitely with yeah. Cardi and Megan, she knows all the words. But, like what happens if right you know what i mean and you just then don't wanna yeah don't, because it's it's you're listening to these songs over and over like right. uh montero like little nas oh, yeah, x right yeah. the way he uses the n-word rhythmically is so good that it's so hot like you're like right. it's just like you can't do that song because you could fuck it up yes yeah. Um, the industry, industries, baby. Oh, yeah. That song. That's what yep. I'm thinking of. Montero, less so. Industry, baby, definitely. That's what I really want. Oh, that's uh, the other uh, one. It's yeah. the. Bam, 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 Yeah. That's really good. Bag yeah. Eight. yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I listen to what I listen to, and, and I know the words to all kinds of things, That, but that's where. That's the line is. You know what I mean? I don't even need to share with people. I do it by myself when no one's looking. Like, no, just don't. Right, Talk right, about it. It's right. not for you. So leave. I like to... That's I what can, I'm saying. Like, yeah, right. you don't, have, don't practice it or nothing, but it's still, you know, you were hearing it over and over. Right. So you got to be careful. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know the words to the song. We got that. Lots <laughs> right. of people do. Yeah. Because these are the lyrics. Yeah. That's, that's the line, though. You are yeah. not out here karaoke like... Um, I do know all the words to Lil Wayne's ice cream paint job because that was my summer <laughs> with your wife. Your wife and I only listened to Lil Wayne's ice cream paint job album in my car. Oh my god! And I and I switched all the words though to diva or motherfucker. I don't yeah. have to. So, but I've I've taken the time to memorize the song that way. Yeah. If I were to rap it to you, that's because I've done it enough times with the adjustment. Yeah, you know, yeah. because I want to, but I don't have that nailed with every song, and so I just right. don't. You can just not. You can just not. Yeah, like so, I said, like I do. Yeah. Um, or I do used to do one before my voice changed. Lauren Hill's that thing. Yeah, and she only drops it like a couple of times, but it's really easy to avoid it. It's when it's mm-hmm. like you know, yeah, like yeah, right. Megan The Stallion Plan B is a really good. That's that piano sample that I love. Like that sample is fire. Yeah, the Plan B uh, piano sample. So good. Yeah. I'm a die independent. And yet, I'm still that bitch. Um. <laughs> Use a bitch. That's what she says. And then I just, so good. Use a bitch. Oh, I love it. And Lizzo just says, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so. Hell yeah. This is another successful episode. Hey. For sure. Hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you're from Mississippi, uh, let us know how we did. If you're from Massachusetts, let us know. About of songs, songs that actually say they're not Boston. I don't want to hear Framingham. Right. Wista. Although that would be a sick song. Just a, a song called Wista. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we need like actually say the whole name. 
Right. Because there's, um, there is Joan Baez. Joan Baez does Please Come to Boston. So that's not it. Let me find The Bee Gees. How Deep Is Your Love? More Than a Woman. Too Much Heaven. I know there is. I know there is. It's got to be in here. Jive Talking. Too Much Heaven. Ups and Downs. Tragedy. Oh, sorry. It's just emotion taking me oh, that's over. Good. That's from the Bee Gees. What the Destiny's oh. Child samples it, but yep, Bee Gees have a song called Massachusetts Mono in parentheses. Oh, you get mono in Massachusetts. Boo. Okay, from the Bee Gees <laughs> Earwax Museum <laughs> of Mississippi. Of worms. Of worms. We'll die on you another time. Hey, thanks for dying. <laughs> I mean, they sorry. Thanks for listening. Let's, please don't die. They don't die. Don't. Uh, hey, yeah. Hey, Outlive hey. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Full circle. Stay alive out there. We love you. Hey, champ. All right, take care. Okay, namaste. Hasta luego, tiger. (laughs) Kid.